2: How about him, (laughs) cowboy? Ah, yes. I love it, love it, love it. And how about that weekend? Welcome to January 2nd, 2000, Everson Walls.
3: (laughs) Happy New Year, guys. January 1st, 2024.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And this is Mick Schatz. Very clever, Mickey, have you ever, have you ever... Since your daddy said this is what you call a football had a better weekend than that weekend. It was uh, quite a weekend, I must admit. Starting on Friday night with the Missouri Tigers at AT AT&T Stadium. Taking down the Buckeyes. Mm -hmm. Continuing on Saturday night with first how about them Cowboys and then the end of that game. Does that mean the, the jinx is over? The curse is the over? curse is over? Well, I think so, because of what happened on Sunday
1: in Philadelphia. I still yet. can't
4: sign off for the first time. So, man, it's still the same. Everything's still the same. New
3: year, same, same everything. So, <laughs>
4: <it>. <laughs> just amazing.
1: It's the NFL. Keep trying to tell people. What you telling them, Spags? Week to week. It's mm-hmm. the old Brian Downing saying, just when you think you're in, you're out. And just oh, when you think you're out,
4: you're in. But I'm going to enjoy today. I'm going to enjoy
2: this week. Can you explain Brian Dowding to people who don't know? Started with the Chicago White Sox way back, I think, in the Uh-oh,
4: late
2: '70s. Then
1: ended up playing for I'll the Texas Rangers. Thank you,
4: Savannah, from what I hear on Twitter, that's what you're here for. Uh, you. Is to keep us together. Correct. Correct. Guys. But it doesn't matter who he is; it's what he
1: said, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it prevailed this week. Just when the Cowboys were able to look like they were going to lose a game, they won it and just like they were not going to fall they were going to fall out of mm-hmm. first place
2: the eagles get beat by arizona and last night just when it looked like alabama was going to beat michigan <laughs> here came michigan back <laughs> and then when you just when it looked like, just look when it looked like washington had that game won mm-hmm. and i was ready to go to bed and then all of a sudden nope. texas is at the Seven yard line. You're wake, wake up! Wake how, up! How was is there 50 <laughs> seconds left? What? What happened? <laughs>
4: I told. I texted everyone. Wake back. Wake up. Wake up. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, this game. They is got over. the ball back and they got yeah. 50 seconds left. It's, somehow,
1: it's a good thing Washington had a very tall cornerback on that last pass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a normal-sized cornerback is not going to go up in the air and swat the ball away, even if he was choking him <laughs> with an arm around his neck as he was going up. Do you think the, the refs would have They the, didn't have the... Nah, no. No. Nah. There was no way. Mm-hmm. But uh, we saw some pretty darn good quarterback play, by the way, in that second game. Yeah. And Penix will be the number one... Sh- Ooh. draft pick. Ooh,
5: oh, hot take
1: oh, right there. Oh, wow, a hot sports opinion. <laughs> take that Caleb Williams. <laughs> take that Jaden Daniels. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. This kid should have won the Heisman. No one saw him play because he's on the West Coast. And yeah. by the time they
4: finish their games, it's midnight here or 1 o'clock in the morning. He showed his butt he's this good. time. Wow. He really showed. I mean, he was I, – I, I always brag on uh, Terrence Brooks, that's Chet Brooks' son, number eight for UT. Mm. I coached him in a lot of these uh, FBU camps that I go to. I've never seen a cornerback as fully prepared and equipped as Terrence Brooks was. As a sophomore in high school, this is how good he was. Mm-hmm. So I've been bragging on him for, for, for the whole year. And he made Terrence Brooks just look like an average defensive back. That's just how he was diamond all night long. They got some pretty good receivers. They got Washington some pretty team. good receivers, <laughs> and he knows just how to throw it to them. So he made out that Texas UT secondary just look. You know, average.
2: it's funny. It's after the Alabama Michigan game. I was like, I would thought it was alarming how the lack of playmakers mm-hmm. that were on the field in that game, mm-hmm. and then that. Texas. I know I'm familiar with the Texas wide receivers. They've got some really good ones, but that w- the Washington wide receivers, Isaiah Stanback's been telling me about them all
4: yeah. year, oh, I'm sure all he year. Has. Oh my God, where and, is he? I'm sure he's. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, in, he's there. Like he was peacar. there. Oh, he's
3: probably wearing his yeah. uh, he's <laughs> all He didn't, out he didn't get back in time for the
4: show
6: <laughs> today. Probably. He's in the
2: New Orleans airport right now, and he's booked a, <laughs> he's a strip to. He's already in Houston. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to drive over to Houston for
1: stay there for the next week. We, quite some games, by the way. Yes, they were. What we were blessed this weekend. Great
3: weekend of football.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Great weekend of sports. So, I don't know where you want to start.
7: Since we summarized Can we
3: start actually? Uh-oh. Yes, please. <laughs> Pre game Cowboys Lions on Saturday. I ran into Mickey in one of the end zones during warm ups, and here walks Michael Irvin. And I don't know what you guys talked about, but he stopped Mickey, and they had a full on 10 minute conversation. I'll tell
1: you what we talked about. Some guy named CD Lamb. Mm, by there the way, you go. Who I think one or two of us might have picked him to be the pod pick mm-hmm. and the pick to click, by the way. And Michael went on and on and on about him. I, it was funny. I said, well, uh, He's going to break your record. What are you going to think? He goes, he better break
4: it because if he doesn't, they're not winning. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We needed every yard. Right? We needed every yard that he gave us. All mm-hmm. 200 and what was it? 27? 20- 27, seven? I think. Yep. On 13 20. catches? I was in a suite with a guy. And he was betting. They were, they were gamblers. And uh, he said that he needed C D to get 40 more yards and he would have $6,000.
7: <laughs> yeah. What?
4: Yeah. He bet. I'm like, how you? Do you what made what? you think CD was gonna go yards? for 260 60 something 60 yards? But that was 60? his bet. I think I don't know how that goes. But he's like, I, I, he kept saying, "I need 40 more yards, 40 more yards." I'm like, damn, dude. <laughs>
2: I like CD, but geez. He's well, like, I figured. I figured <laughs> if they would have kicked the extra point, he would have had it in overtime. <laughs>
4: uh, that uh, ah, ah. Does it, does oh. the, so does the bet well, go into why overtime? Why not for the whole game? For yeah. the whole game, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Right. Um, yeah. it, it, it was one thing that he was going to break the reception rec- single season reception record, mm-hmm. but he was 200 and some yards away from the yardage record. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, okay, maybe next game, right? And he gets both of them. That's both. Crazy, man.
4: I did not see that coming. <laughs> and
1: I another, didn't think
4: we'd need him that so much.
1: <laughs> and another touchdown, which by the way, that's eight straight games uh, with a touchdown. Uh, and that ends up being, as I highlighted his accomplishment, mm-hmm. he scored a touchdown in eight consecutive games—the longest active streak in the NFL. Not only is Lamb the Cowboys' receiver, uh, Cowboys' first receiver to record a touchdown in eight straight games, and is third NFL receiver in the past 10 years to do so, along with Devontae Adams and Antonio Brown.
4: Mm. Well, they need him to go nine straight now. Yep. He spoke of uh, Adams uh, in regards to how, you know, he, McCarthy has been affiliated with two really great wide receivers. At the, the end of the, the interview, at the end, he kind of brought up Adams' name in regards to how McCarthy is accustomed, you know, to dealing with wide receivers of this caliber. That was a good interview. But it helps when you have one catch for ninety-two yards.
3: That was one of the yeah. best plays that really I've seen was. this entire it season. It yeah. was almost from, a safety. It, it
4: went from minus two to plus six. <laughs> wow. Exactly. And you know they 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 dog, uh number fifty-five for, uh, you know make you know not making the play. It wasn't as easy as it looked. I don't. You think. You mean making the sack? Making the sack. It wasn't as easy as it looked because he definitely missed him horribly, but you know Dak had a little something to do with that because. He thought Dak was going to throw. He was going into throwing motion, and it was in one motion that he doomed and went down there. So when he ducked, I think 55 was like, oh, I think he was going to block the pass. I don't think he was going to necessarily. And once he got in there, I think he just got a little confused, and he was in no man's land. And the incredible thing is when he rolled out,
5: Mm -hmm. he ended
1: up
4: throwing the ball off of one foot, like 50 yards. And he threw it. uh, As CD said, he really threw it. Just as he came out of that break. Right. Perfect time. And the DB fell down. (laughs) I don't think it would have (laughs) mattered. No, he wasn't going to catch him. No, he wasn't going to. I don't think he would have made the play on the ball. He just Mm -hmm. (laughs) face-planted. So, yeah. That ain't funny, man. I've been
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It ain't funny. It ain't funny. (laughs) Anybody get the score right there, (laughs)
4: Savannah? No. I think we were all. No, not even No, we
3: all went. Way yeah, we, we, went, we high. went pretty high. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be as low scoring as it was.
4: But I had twenty-eight, twenty-four, Savannah forty-two, thirty. Spags you were thirty to twenty-two, and you know Bill. <laughs> well, he had some gimmicks. So, yeah, just yeah. thirty-eight yeah, to like, six. Yeah, right? yeah, yes, yeah. Just, I didn't want to mention that was the score. If you want to mention it, then you go that ahead.
2: That was the score. <laughs> it was it was a revenge game for Jimmy uh, because that was the score of the playoff game in '91 in Detroit. It was thirty-eight to six. The Cowboys lost.
4: But but now. Spags was the only one to have CD as the pick to
2: click. And well, Okay, by the way. All right. All you right win. From now on, we took Micah off We're taking the board. Lamb off the board. <laughs> we took Micah off the board early in the season. We got to take CD off the board. What about Dak? You got to take Dak off then. Well, you
4: got to take him off. I mean, the man threw for 345 uh, yards. Yep. Come on. That's a, another. another. Okay, so we Dak
2: take that? Micah, Dak, and CD off the board. You can't pick those three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, if they're not. Then the Cowboys aren't winning. If mm. one of the three. Is no, they can still the go start. off. We just can't. <laughs> we can't just, pick them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too much of a layup. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's a compliment true. to them. That's true. It's too much that's of a true. layup. So somebody you're, needed. you snowbirding if you're doing that. Somebody needed to
4: take DeMarcus Lawrence.
1: I've taken DeMarcus oh, oh, Lawrence. So times. so many times. Oh, man.
4: This guy is amazing. I mean, the way he's been making plays, he takes it upon himself. Sometimes he's a little bit too much freelancing, gets us in trouble. But I'll take it, especially when he's making those stops to put them in. Well, especially well, when the you're freelancing on the was the line. only tackles we were making a couple of weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> and he, I, he continued to make that that move inside. Uh-huh. But he kind of leaves Parsons hanging a little bit on the outside. So you got to be careful and pick your spots when you do it. And he, he picked some good spots. He picked some good spots.
3: I like Jordan Lewis this game. I think mm-hmm. it was one of his, the best games he's played Had in a real his career good game. that I've seen. I
4: would give him he, the MVP. I'm sorry. He, he, oh, oh, defensively. defensively. Just
3: in the first half, uh, five tackles and then the interception.
4: And he's he, pretty just, good. he
3: just made all the stops for us. He, he was really,
4: great. He's really playing well. He is really, really playing well. And it's good when you can get your
1: slot receiver to play that well mm-hmm. because they think they've got a mismatch by putting maybe one of the top Receivers in the slot, right? And he's he's playing and and making tackles and just making plays. And so
4: going back to Jordan, though, I mean, you know, come off an Achilles, right? Achilles injury. No, it was, was a, that, a that, Frank. that was,
1: it was. Um, what did he? What kind Liz Frank, injury?
4: wasn't it? Liz Frank. Yeah, Correct. and he which had to have had to have surgery. And he can't. He's, I mean, he he, his career yesterday.
2: was in jeopardy whether he'd be able to come back from that.
4: And and uh, his play wasn't that great necessarily, <laughs> but I don't know what happened. But he has come back, especially in the last three weeks. I mean, he's think about ball, it. He's, he's been, been making it. serious plays. If, oh yeah. If
1: if Trayvon Diggs doesn't get hurt, Bland's in the slot. He may never got that chance to get back right.
4: as a starter. Right. He's he's anticipating very well, uh, covering that inside route, which. We seem to have a, a phobia of covering inside routes, but he's the one that gets it in the secondary. He would have found his way on the field.
2: They would have put him at linebacker But would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, there were times he looked like he was at the linebacker uh, position.
2: <laughs> oh, it was good stuff. Speaking of uh, that, we uh, have some visitors here at the Star today. Sounds that way.
1: Uh, w- former Cowboys Lale Collins and Damian Wilson, the linebacker, uh, coming in for. They're going to have their visits, numbers retired as workouts? Cowboys. Yeah, no, I think uh, they're. Oh, okay. They're looking for a spot on the practice squad at this point.
4: Wow. Really? Right.
2: Wow. Well, yeah, it would definitely be practice squad with the idea that you get them you in here and, them. and you've yeah. got some issues. We've talked about. The depth at the linebacker position and now in that offensive line, which has been ongoing and is uh, going to make this long playoff run. You're going to need – you never know what is around the next corner.
3: Lyle Collins was with the Bengals last year, correct? True.
2: Uh, or who yes. yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. They So
1: they released him. He tore his ACL mm-hmm. in January. And so he wasn't ready to start the season. He was still on – uh, reserve pup mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was after the I wrote it down after the first game of the season they let him go for salary cap reasons September 12th um, and the key thing here is and I'm sure this one got forgotten uh, he was cut after the first game to if they didn't give him an injury settlement uh, they were going to save $7.4 million and over two years it was going to be close to 14 uh, so they were having salary cap problems but what we forget is when the Cowboys let him go uh, after the 2021 season this year he was costing the Cowboys $8.16 million in dead money mm. so they had just signed him to that five year $50 million deal in 2019 he missed all of twenty. 20 got suspended five games in 2021. And actually, I think as we pointed out in this show, Terrence Steele outplayed him that year. Yeah. So that's why in March of 2022, uh, they let him go, but it was very costly because the cap space was spread over two years and the last eight million counted this year. By the way, um, the Bills worked him out on Friday, I saw. Hmm. So... Uh, I think what everybody's thinking now is he's recovered from the ACL. uh, Let's see what he has. So they'll work him out. And, hey, all you got to do is sign him. If if he's good to sign to the practice squad, see where he's at. Mm -hmm. You get a free look, basically, for what are they paying the guys in the
4: practice squad now about? Oh, Ridiculous. It's very, it's very, yeah, very some little. Some ridiculous right? amount as far as I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous as you high. Right. Probably your,
1: probably l- more than your first yes, year salary. I would right? I would <laughs> so we'll see with Tyler Smith with the uh, plantar
2: fasciitis, which is a torn. It's a completely torn plantar fascia in his left foot, right. which that's is the better. Arch. Is that's that the arch? That's underneath, basically. Yeah. yeah. But that's better than a partially torn. Is a complete tear is better as far as him being able to play, apparently. That's what we're told.
0: Interesting.
2: And it's, being able to play when? Now. Sunday. What? Sunday yeah. in Washington. Whoa. Oops. Yes. I mean, you got to play through some pain. You don't he
4: doesn't pain need surgery? Yeah. I would it, imagine, but
1: it's not as painful as if it's just partially torn.
4: Did you see him walk off? Yeah. Yes. Well, sorta.
2: Yeah. With help.
1: Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's my
1: point.
2: <laughs> but they're saying they're saying that there's they're, they're telling us there's a chance.
1: Wow, I'm happy. And that's not the I first time happy. I've heard that. That's kind of been always the thing about the plantar fascia. If you tear it all the way, it's better than partially torn. Because who just recently had it, and there was some talk about you should just go in and tear the thing. Uh, and, and it'll heal faster mm-hmm. than if it's just partially torn. So it mm-hmm. like it only takes like a few days. to heal. Well, I don't know if it takes a few days. <laughs> That's crazy, Size man. It. It's it. Elevate your it's, leg. It's painful, but not as right. painful as if it's not totally torn. So they're gonna take a look at him and, you know, see
2: see where he see where he's at. Okay. All right. We're just getting started on this edition wow, of Mix Shot. So pass. so much to get to when we come back in a moment.
7: Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts at aarp.org/beatscammerstx. You can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org/beatscammerstx.
1: Back, back, back to mixed shots
3: K post roofing and waterproofing the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys
2: All right we continue here on uh, mixed shots and after a busy 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 New Year's weekend and uh, how about we take it back to Saturday night now and the end of the game about 10:30 yeah. at night or whatever. About 10:30 on on uh, New Year's Eve eve <laughs> and the Cowboys have a 20 to 19 lead on the Detroit Lions. They just scored a touchdown. Take it from there making seven plays
1: or whatever they did.
2: Against against Amon Ross, St. Brown gets into the end zone. It's 20-19, to 19 and Dan Campbell says, screw that, e- that extra <laughs> and, point. We're going for and two. And by the <laughs> way, you, you <laughs> knew he play. was going to do that, right? I right? knew yeah. Uh, yeah. And he told the offense before they went out on the field, we're going to score, we're going to go for two.
1: I mean, that's the way he played all year long. Yeah. And that's why they are where they are. The going for it on fourth down, taking chances like that. Uh, so – they score, and let's do this first. Have you ever seen anything like that in your life at the end of a game, Mm-mm. Th- needing three
4: two-point attempts to I conclude it? I, the reason I say I've never seen it because I've usually uh, any almost any coach is saying, "Okay, we'll just go for the tie." Right. I mean, to me, that's what made it the most unique and moment. take my chances. Yeah, I'm just going for the top. Especially yeah. after
1: you just drove the length of the field, right? And you're
4: away from home. You know, that's something that you might do if you're the home team. But, I don't know, he had something to prove. He really did. And uh, to me, that's – his emotion could be his downfall, you know, in regards to his – you know, he's so impulsive. You know, and, and I love that about him because his team mm-hmm. follows him. You know, the way they play right. is right. – like I said, I look forward to this game the moment I saw the schedule.
1: So I said seven, nine plays, 75 yards. So once again, the Cowboy defense faltered uh, when they needed to close out the game. That's two weeks in a row. Which is a little bit That's trending two weeks in a row. Uh, dangerously uh, going towards the end of the mm-hmm. season. Before,
4: before you go on, this defense has just become, in, at its best moments, a bend but don't break defense. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it has become. You know, we want to make sure we keep our offense in position to win the game. As much as we complain about them, played against Miami, you only gave up how many points against Miami? 22. 22 points you gave up against Miami. That's and that. got beat. That's a, that's a heck of a job. That's a heck of a job. But you allowed them to come down just when things were in hand and to win the game. Which, by the way, it was 20 to 19 when they got the ball. And <laughs> that's something. So now you're looking at this game. You, a great offense, really. I think that's we, – we just beat a great team. This is a great team that we just beat. The, the the Lions are well coached. They have a lot of talent. They have a good quarterback, but we've made them look average, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. And that's what's the hard part. You almost lost to a quarterback
1: that finished – uh, the game with a 67.2 quarterback rating.
4: You created that rating for him, and then now you're gonna let him off the hook, made him be a Pro Bowl. That's right. In yeah. in one, he was looking like a hero there for just a minute. So. Okay, so
1: the two point conversion. I want to just go around and what everybody's opinion on what happened, or as well as we know what happened.
4: Anybody can go first. Uh, well, I'll say. I, uh, go ahead, Savannah. I was going to yeah.
3: say, Bill did a really good, good job of explaining this on Twitter. After I think you even posted the clip mm-hmm. of.
2: Got um, it from yeah. our fine people here, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys radio broadcast. So you didn't rig. Dallas, you didn't, rig the, you Dallas, didn't rig the video. Didn't, no, it nor, the <laughs> video. The video. nor the audio. the Nor the audio. All the audio. You sure? The audio. Yeah. Yeah. You sure? I'm, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yes.
3: So so. Wait. What? I
4: have, we have a Bible around here somewhere. <laughs> he's really been. They really been sc-
2: scor- scorching you a little bit.
3: So <laughs> now, the,
4: now, the only thing I will
2: say on that is okay. I got the audio from Douglas Barricklow, mm-hmm. okay, and but to post it on social media, you you want to have an image to go with it, the video, mm-hmm. and so. I'll be up front. The audio does not match up specifically with the video that's shown on the tweet, mm-hmm. which is it shows Skipper coming onto the field, whatever. That it, it, it's off by five seconds, whatever. Whenever he made the announcement, mm-hmm. but it is the, the announcement was made. What I wanted to find out because I knew typically when and an, when an, a tackle eligible announcement it's always made by the referee mm-hmm. and you can hear it in the stadium okay and it makes the, it, the defense plays accordingly right. you could not hear it on the tv broadcast and that's not unusual because the tv broadcast even though they have access to the public address speakers or the audio there they don't pipe it into the tv broadcast all they're, the time. they're too much they too too many do many a great job yeah yeah. yeah yeah right We do a great job on Dallas Cowboys Radio where you can hear all the ambient noises in the stadium and so forth. And they do a great job of being able to hear when those announcements are made. And so after the game, I'm like, okay – was did the referee announce that seventy was the eligible receiver? And and, and he, sure did enough, he did to ninety three thousand people. Exactly. Right, he did, it, it, and it, you can hear it on the radio broadcast, and as you see in the video, which is why I wanted to match it up with the video. He also went to the Dallas defense and told them by swiping his jer- his mm-hmm. front of his shirt mm-hmm. that. Number seventy is eligible, and that's okay, all he ahead. said. So, so I hear. Oh, We, we, we have the audio. We have the audio oh, have, right wait, here. How oh. about we listen to it? <laughs> now There <laughs> it comes. If he had to make the playoffs, 70 maybe. Is an eligible receiver. Number seventy is eligible. They have brought in an extra oh, offensive look at lineman. Okay. There you go. So
1: now the question is, did Taylor Decker say? I was eligible number 68, too. Well, that was never announced, right? So the only positions that are regulated by numbers is the offensive line. Got to be between 50 and Mm 79. All right? So if 68 is going to be eligible, it has to be announced because – 68 is not a number that can go out and touch a pass. Correct. Okay? It was never announced. That's it. So the question is, did the official miss it? Or did he really not go and report in? Because he was already Mm -hmm. in the game, right? I listened to his post-game press conference. He he didn't sound very convincing to me. Mm -hmm.
4: It was almost like... Well, yeah, I did. That's what I wanted to hear because he said, they said yeah. he doubled down. They said he doubled down. Yeah. So he, he lied. And and then
1: he he, he they, they kept asking him, and he goes, well, I don't want to say anything to get myself in trouble. So if it was me, and you know me, <laughs> I'd have been screaming from the highest hill, right? <laughs> By golly, I reported in. He right. missed yeah. me. Right. He never said that, right? But regardless of that, if he doesn't tell the Cowboys he's eligible, the Cowboys aren't going to cover him. They're not. Yeah. Right? And they There's did not. And that's what everybody's for, That's what everybody's forgetting. They did not know he was eligible. And and McCarthy made somewhat a comment about it uh yesterday in his press conference and then Dan Quinn doubled down. It's like yeah, if we knew he was eligible, we would have defended it accordingly. Mm-hmm. You had two guys going with one guy across. Because the they team. all went with right. the tight ends, right. right? And no one bothered with him. Mm-hmm. I'm going, well, why didn't they? Well, that's what they missed. They were yelling that the play should have counted. Mm-hmm. What they should have been yelling at is if the official screwed up yeah. on, on not announcing him as eligible. But you can't assume, right? If they had announced him eligible. That we would have had the same ending, mm-hmm. right? That's true, and that's what—that's so what, what everybody. I can't missing. see an, I can't see an
4: offensive lineman beating a DB down there on right. the goal line. if I they knew he that. was
1: eligible, right. And then that would have been up to the Cowboys to say, okay, they're unbalanced over here, but that guy can still go out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they would have, I think, alerted
4: themselves to it, right? I, no, that's that's There's a fact. Doubt. I think that's a fact. And that, so they've only played because there was what a, they heard. There was a defender right in front of. Him. I think yeah, it, was it was Donovan Wilson, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and they both so, went no with depends. the tight end. They both Six went with eight the eight. tight end. That's
1: true. So great play, but you, you got to explain. And here's the other thing that I think may, they might have screwed themselves at. They, they were trying to be deceptive yeah, with three
4: offensive linemen. Troy exactly. That's what there. Troy was talking
6: they about. Troy right? said it. Oh. Mick, f- speaking of deceptive, I've done a little research on this. So I actually went to uh, Dan Campbell's Monday press conference where he's more candid and he's had time to think about. It. You want to hear what he has to say about this? I would Jeez. love to. Let's do it. Okay, here it is. When Taylor went to report, and Skipper was sort of running that way.
0: Um, I don't know. Can you explain why there was so many linemen going in that direction? Is that just some subterfuge and somebody trying to confuse Dallas at all? if you're running a play like that and 70 is your jumbo tight end and they know that because that's what he does for you and then you're going to decide you're going to make 68 eligible and he walks over to the ref and then the ref stands over 68 before you play and they hold the ball and they stand over and point at it do you think you're going to be able to throw the ball to 68 no so it's about eligibility that's what it's about and It has nothing to do with the ref. The ref knows. He knows because 68 reported. It's for the defense so that they see three different people, and you're just hoping they happen to not hear that it's 70. That's all. Now, you saw what Hutch did last year here at Green Bay. They did the same thing to us, and Hutch picked it off, right? Antenna was up, just kind of, oh, all right. He made a play. You said you spoke to the officials beforehand, I guess, and talked to the pundits. Why do you guys want to talk about this? <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting into it. No, I understand, but the people do wonder, you know, on not either talk about it, say there
1: are squeeze boards that coaches draw up the play specifically with the officials. Was that specifically
0: done or was it just, audio just, uh, just you verbally telling them? No, I had it on a piece of paper. Our, our play, what our players have. That was it. So,
1: is he trying to say the official screwed up? That's what he's trying to so, say.
6: So I, I think what they were trying to do, okay, so they've got two guys in the game that have the last digit at eight. Mm-hmm. Right? 58 and
2: 58, 58 and they Sewell, the right tackle, and okay. Taylor Decker, So if you late. go
6: back and look at the tape, okay, what they did is they lined um, Sewell out to the right like he was, a, like he was eligible. Okay. He's a tackle. You can move them down the line of scrimmage. He could he could line up on the sidelines for all they care. Okay, so they move them in motion. So they have six. They have fifty eight Sewell on one side of the line, and that making it an unbalanced line because they're saying that seventy is a tackle now, and they have fifty eight or no uh, sixty eight on the other side as their tight end quote. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to stack the line with two guys on each end with an last number of eight mm-hmm. so you don't know who to cover that you didn't listen to the referee and see say, that would be with the
2: defense. announcement that was yes. th- that 68 was eligible right so they like, oh, the eight, eight. eight.
6: oh it's it's 58 so it's right that was at the end of the line right. of scrimmage because 70 was lined up in the tackle position
2: it didn't occur to them that they that the referee they might call the that, wrong
6: number yeah, now uh, <laughs> all three of the guys, 58, 68, and 70, all huddled around the referee. Sure so right? So I could understand why he was confused. Yes, No, he didn't yeah. allow No,
4: he didn't really allow 70 to really approach because when well, he was talking to 58 and 68, it seems like he was in such a hurry. And I heard the referee talking about it. Where well, they made a mistake was they were in such a hurry. The referee was in a hurry because he walked away from 70 as he came over mm-hmm. after talking to 58 and 68. When he was done with them, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it. And he, and he walks away, and that's when he makes the announcement. Declared he 70. never really gave 70 a chance. Remember, he came up late. Yeah, he was came running up afterwards, on, which
1: he had several times during the right, game as right. the third tight end. Here's
2: the other thing to factor into this. I heard a, a retired official uh, talk about this. Typically, on an extra point – they don't even make the announcement. Mm-hmm. Usually they do not make the announcement because on a regular extra point, it, always you have someone who has a number in between those 50 and numbers, 79, an ineligible numbers. number right. that's lining up on the outside because in the in a, in a field goal formation. Right,
1: it's a field goal formation.
2: Right. But in this case, there was a timeout called. And so they had time to go ahead and make the announcement, and it was, was obvious he, they were he going was for two. In such here. a
4: hurry, though.
2: Yeah, it, he, but he, if it was a normal clock, was that clock,
4: Brad Allen? Was that Brad Allen? Yeah. He if was, it was I a, if was it was, flustered. he was in such a hurry, and and, and he referees, saw he
2: saw seventy running on the field, okay. And that's what they typically do, and it happened earlier in the game. Seventy was the tackle eligible, so it's a loud stadium. I'm, and I wouldn't be surprised if 68 said, I'm the guy, and Brad Allen didn't hear it because it's a loud stadium. But you he can't was, hear people talking. But he was talking.
4: right there. They were closer than we how, are right
2: now, and he, that's what got me. He doesn't me. Demonstra- demonstratively motion to his jersey that he is the – and then Troy
4: yeah. said, and Troy it, said, it I have deception. been, Troy said, I've been here with, with these moments. And he said, linemen, they try to be cute, basically. Mm-hmm. He didn't use those words, but they try to be a little bit cute or deceptive when they come on because everyone is watching and listening to see who's sneaking right. into eligibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's and the other you thing. You know who
2: happens.
1: else did a, by the way, I, I, somebody got a hold of Dean Blandino. And asked him about it. And it was he, on the Fox show the next morning. The next morning, right. And he explained it more so than the guy right after the game that was diagramming all <laughs> over the – what the hell? And, and he basically explained it. He had an ineligible number
4: to touch the ball. Yeah. It's just that way. Because that was announced.
2: Okay, I'm showing Everson. Look at the, uh, the receiver that's lined up next to Decker on the left side. Yeah. How far off the line of scrimmage? Not that see? far. No. Not it, that far. It, there's is the other part of the deception on so the be play. Trying to be tricky here. Is it appears, just looking at the with the camera angle, that the receiver on the left side is on the line of scrimmage. That sixty eight is covered thing. up. Right. But he he is like halfway. He's halfway it's, to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Whatever.
1: It's on yeah. the fringe. So yeah. he was yeah. on basically they was
2: uncovered the way they lined up, right? It, he, technically, I guess it, it could have been. I'll show it to you. I, I've seen bit.
4: another angle to where you can kind of make an argument for yeah. Detroit, mm-hmm. you yeah. know.
2: But it's 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 a little. He's got one foot up there and one foot back. Yeah, I mean, I mean you see as the offensive tackles who were lined up yeah, in the backfield, like three yards back. Right, yeah. that was basically how he's, he's closer lined than that. Up. Yeah,
1: we that's right. That. That's right. So, for for in their attempt to be deceptive, mm-hmm.
4: they screwed themselves. Mm-hmm. They sure did. And let's be real, guys. But there's but I, if I'm Detroit, still even with all of that, sixty eight came up and talked to the man. And he should have yeah. communicated said better. 68. That's
2: between the Lions and the referee. Yeah, we ain't you got nothing no to do with it. And we then,
6: what you call right. yeah, And then, was there and by the way, everybody wanted to be around the that referee.
1: Didn't, that n- yeah. that <laughs> didn't end the game, right? They had <laughs> wow. another attempt. They had two more attempts. And if Micah yeah, and and <laughs> and 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 doesn't like that, which had nothing to do with the nothing interception, right? Mm-mm. Game's over. And then they got another chance, five yards closer. After they got Why you wouldn't
3: kick it after the second one? Because he's
4: a stubborn man from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. He's
6: typical Texan. Me and Bill know what this is about. Mickey's We're stubborn Mickey's as hell. Right. Mickey's good friend Rob Phillips text, text uh, Nick. He said on his last show, Rob says, I felt like he was the guy at 10 Cup. Give so like, me the ball. I'm, I'm going for this. We're going to get it on the green. I can go. get it over that water. Exactly. I, I can get, get it be, over the water. Wasn't That's he from Texas, he too? Like. Wasn't he from Texas also? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. yes.
2: <laughs> Texas. All right, we continue with more mixed
4: jokes. <laughs> on that. It's a good one, Rob.
8: <laughs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
7: Cowboys football and Miller Lite, what a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff, tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker, Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At AARP.org slash Beat Scammers you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's AARP.org slash TX.
5: You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection.